Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. And we're recording. Yes, we are recording. Yes. Yes. Such recording. Happening now. <laughs> Yes. Actually, let me uh, give myself some volume now, so I don't have to do it later. There we go. Gave me some gain on the microphone. On the microphone. But, uh, the microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very big. It's a very big phone. It's making the sound smaller, actually. I am a giant. But uh, <laughs> welcome. welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. This is your host, uh, Taylor B., along with... Our other host of the show, Lady Lucita. How you doing, lady? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Did you have a good holidays? Yeah. I did, you know. Um, unfortunately, uh, for Kari and I, we found out that uh, she has tested positive for COVID. So I, I, my test came back negative, everyone. And, you know, for the most part, we feel fine. We're fully vaccinated. So uh, things things are not, not terrible. We thought it was a cold. But uh, so we're just on lockdown, which... Is kind of fine. We were planning on spending the holiday just kind of to ourselves anyway, but yeah. So now extended, yay! Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I didn't tell you this, Lizzie. Car, did I tell you what Kari's mom got me for Christmas? No. What'd she get you? She got me the animatronic Grogu. Oh my god! Yeah, his little ears move, his hand moves. He makes noises, and you get like this little like wrist thing to control him with. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I am, I'm, I'm an adult person, and I squeed. I was like, oh my god, Grogu! Oh, that's great. That's he can great. wave at me. <laughs> so, was very, uh, was very super jazzed about that. But um, yeah, so that was that was my holiday. How about you? Uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. I mean, I got pretty much everything. I think I got every everything I've wanted. On my Christmas list, except, like, one thing, which was a lamp. But I can just go buy a lamp. It's fine. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I think I agree. It was my first holiday with, uh, with Kelsey's family. And they, they were, they were nice. So, yeah, it was, it was awesome. nice. It was nice. It was weird, though, because back home it was, like, snowing. Back in Washington, and here it was just pouring down rain. So I'm like, haha, the weather's the weather's flipped. I was gonna say you're gonna be lamenting that come uh, come February. Oh yeah, no, I will. Only going to get worse as time goes on. Um, but yeah, it actually rained here too, which was kind of nice. It's it's been seven. It was seventy degrees on Christmas Day here in really? here in DC. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was a warm one. I was wearing my shorts. So. Oh, wow. Ooh, and, and Kari got me uh, a Destiny sort of Christmas sweater, long sleeve t-shirt thing, which is awesome. So I was wearing that all yesterday, too. So, yeah. Good little, good little Christmas holiday. Um, so, yeah. So I hope, I hope everyone else uh, listening, I hope you guys had uh, have a happy holiday as well. Um. This is the first one uh, we're actually recording after the holidays. So the last couple episodes 
even though we did all our well wishes and just like follow up. Hope you had a great, <laughs> great holiday season. Um, with that, let's move into this week's theory. So this week we have a pretty interesting one. We're going to be going over um, a couple things in another little mini series about the grasp of avarice. Dun, dun, dun. That's the uh, yeah. That's the uh, Bungie thirtieth anniversary uh, dungeon. So you know if you haven't pre-ordered. Uh, Witch Queen yet. It, it's bundled with that right now. I don't think you can buy it separately yet, no, you can. but I think eventually you you'll be able to. No, you can. You can buy... You can buy just the... Well, not the dungeon. The dungeon is part of the 30th anniversary thing, and you buy... You can either buy the Yeah, 30th. but you can't buy, like... Can you buy just the 30th? Yeah. You can. Huh. My friends did. Well, that's good. <laughs> My friends did. Nice. That's how they got it. They're just like, I don't want to get... I don't have enough money for Witch Queen right now. I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, Groovy, uh, scratch that then. You can just buy it. <laughs> good <laughs> so, job, good job. So go enjoy it. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, though. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of little, like, Goonies references. The which whole I, thing I really dig. was a... I'm pretty sure the whole thing was a Goonie reference, because you're... I would have loved it if one of the uh, if one of the uh, enemies that you fought, or maybe one of the bosses, was uh, maybe like the tinkerer kind of thing. Like, they run away a lot, but, like, the whole time they're doing it, they just leave, like, a trail of, like, slippery grease. Or oil. So you get like a nice slick shoes reference. Yeah. Yeah, slick shoes. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. And I'm also sad there was no truffle shuffle. It's a consummate. Actually, you know what? I'm probably better off. I was always the fat kid. So the truffle shuffle doesn't actually have good memories for me. I don't know why I miss it. You're like, It's just like part of the movie. It's just, yeah. Yeah. This used to be used against me. This is not a good memory. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway. Um, and it's it's a really and, and we'll do some uh we'll do some going into uh, the lore behind the episode here too, but it's a really fun, really fun uh dungeon. If you haven't tried it yet, highly recommend it. Um you know, uh and so I guess also like spoilers alert, if you haven't played it, we're going to be talking about stuff that they do. So Yeah. Yes. I also recommend going in blind. That's how, uh, so I went in, so when my first time doing it, I did it with me, uh, Kelsey, my partner. She hadn't done it either. Um, and my friend Eric, who had done it, but he said, I, he literally said, I'm not telling you guys how to do anything. I am just here as a third person. And then we had to figure everything out. It was so funny because. That's pretty funny. Like, I figured out the the uh, the mechanic with the engrams really fast, only because I didn't even like look up a video or anything. I just killed the guys in the loot cave, right where they spawned, and it was right next to the crystal. And then my number started counting down, and I was like, "Oh, I think you're supposed to do something with this." We're banking moats, but not really. Yeah, you're smarter than me. When at that part, I ran in the loot cave out of habit to kill them as they spawned, mm-hmm. um, and I did. I didn't even notice the whole mechanic with the crystal. Um, I figured that out at the boss later. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Well, so the first half of it, up until up until the um, the ogre, mm-hmm. whose name escapes me at the moment, but I was playing solo, oh. and it was. A lot of fun. I died at so many 
little shit. So that's why I say there are so many little traps and hilarious things that oh, happen, yeah, especially no, in the uh, first part. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like your first time going through it too. All those little pressure plates. Like I remember we got to, there's a part where there's a big circular door and then there's the two smaller doors and Eric, my buddy Eric was like, all right, where do we go? And I just was like, oh, I'm going to go this way. And I went through one of the doors. Stepping, this was like the first time you really see like the pressure plates. And I stepped mm-hmm. on the pressure plate and immediately died. And I was like, what? What? What the? What? What? What just kills me? I don't understand. And Eric was laughing. <laughs> he thought it was so funny because like he knows. But he's like, no, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you anything. You don't get to know. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, I um so I got up I got up to that boss and I was figuring out I had just figured out the mechanics to the ogre and then my buddy uh one of one of the one of my buddies uh Ares he uh like hit me was like, "Hey, you want to do that dungeon?" I was like, "I'm in the middle of the dungeon. You want to join from now?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so he jumped over. He's like, "Yeah, sure. I don't I don't see why not." Yeah, and we were having we were having a lot of fun with that, and uh, figuring out how to in the in the following part, figuring out how to launch the uh, the servitors into. Oh my god, I have a funny story about that. Amazing. I was doing it with it was uh, my friend Eric and I and my other friend uh, Kevin, and it was Kevin's first time doing it, and I think it might have been I don't know, but uh, we were doing it with Kevin, and they specifically said there is a bug if you lose the third ball or servitor when you deposit your fifth one the game will crash we found that out the hard way by um that's wild i think eric went up with the servitor and like punched it in the air or so i don't know what he did but he <laughs> made the servitor instead of going up it just went gone and we're just like eric what the, what, what, are you, what did you do and he's like i don't i don't know i don't know what really i did funny. i'm sorry That's and then really we funny. just kept we're like eh, whatever we'll just keep going so we keep going and then we hit the fifth one and then bam our game crashed everyone so we had to start all over <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of okay. funny. It was just kind of funny that that had happened because it's just it like makes me laugh. It really makes me laugh. My um so my favorite part though, and I think you probably know the answer to this, Lucy. My favorite part is the sparrow racing, the time course. Yeah, the sparrow racing is the Yeah. I feel really bad for people who don't it's have dope. the always on time sparrow because it's rough if you don't really have one. Well, what is it? Um, a lot of people are saying to use that and, and at least you can get it with spoils. Yeah, now. it's not but, like you have to depend on the drop. Yeah, but I just feel bad because like my group of friends, like we've kind of all like are kind of just doing our own thing right now. No one's really doing raids. And my buddy Halo, he really wants to solo to get the emblem the pirate ship emblem that you get for solo mm-hmm. flawlessing it, but he doesn't have the sparrow. He doesn't have And he sp- doesn't have enough spoils. He doesn't have spoils because he doesn't... He only just now recently got back into... De- well, not... He had to take a little bit of a break from Destiny because he was, mm-hmm. he was doing work and he didn't really have... Um, yeah, that happens. That happens for sure. 
Ugh, yeah, I still need to do the uh, solo part, and the sparrow part is actually one of the parts I'm dreading the least because I have I have some of the worst luck with that thing. I hit those fucking teeth or something like every yeah, goddamn time. I don't understand. I was doing I was doing the dungeon trying to do it solo or without dying for the shader, and I was doing really good. I got to the part where you do that boost up into like the, the skull at the very end. Mm-hmm. And I was on my sparrow, and both Eric and Kelsey were like, just stay on your sparrow, you're not gonna die. I was on my sparrow, and I landed, and my sparrow exploded, and I died. And they were like, that, how, how do you have this bad luck? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then another time later, I was yeah. like, alright, I'm not gonna use my sparrow, because last time my sparrow blew up and killed me. So I go in normally, and then I die. So I feel like no matter what I do, I die. I just want the shader, man. I just want the shader. I saw one where people were basically doing their sparrow until that last jump and then like jumping off of it midway. And I guess they were like a titan or something with a lot of air movement. Basically not a hunter. Yeah. And they were like code of the missile or something like just into the last part because they could actually like control. Yeah. That's my problem though because like I tried to like just stop my hunter's momentum before I hit the wall and I lost all my jumps, so I couldn't just jump and be like, oh, I'm fine. So I went, bam, and hit the wall and died. And I was so sad. I was so sad. Because staying alive during mm-hmm. the ogre part was really hard because, you know, I'm a hunter. I mean, I guess it wasn't that hard. It's just like I didn't feel like I could do much. I pretty much just let uh, Kelsey and Eric do the heavy lifting while I basically just hid in the mm. corner and just threw smoke nades. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm actually well, don't really. Don't you have to solo flawless to get the thing? Mm, solo flawless for the sh- emblem. I don't care about the emblem. Uh, only gotcha. flawless for the shader. I I just want shaders. I just all I care about are shaders. I gotcha. I want my shaders. I want to look cool. <laughs> I want to have that drip, as my friend Eric says. But yeah, um, you're gonna want that drip. Yeah, drip is important. Speaking of drip, well, I guess not speaking of drip, but I, I think it's very interesting that the dungeon, the armor, is thorn-themed. And as we learn over the course of collecting these, like, n- notes in these bottles, these messages left by Wilhelm Seven, who is one crazy, crazy guy, you kind of see his, like, delve into madness, which... I'm not sure if it's like a thorn-esque corruption or if the loot's corrupting him or is it just greed? It, it, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of a like a drawn-out version of, you know, in Lord of the Rings when they do that flashback and you see oh, yeah, Smeagol? The, begin, the beginning, yeah. And his, the I think it's his brother like, or his cousin, but like, yeah, he they find the ring and almost immediately he's like, yeah, this is my ring. He's like, then they try to kill each other for it. Yeah, like... I definitely think the moral of the story is uh, dungeon. The moral of the dungeon is uh, don't be greedy because uh, hmm. like it's crazy. Like literally, greed kills you. Like if you yeah hold on to the engrams for too long, you're literally gonna die. You die from greed. Yep. The but the, it's literally called the greed of whatever, and you die. Yeah, you like you uh, you combust. You explode it kills you from the inside out creepy creepy but yeah yeah i just think it's interesting because i think it might i know because wilhelm seven went with uh, his two buddies 
I say buddies, but they were like a fire. They were they were they were a, a fire team. Yeah, basically he had his fire team members, uh, Pershing and Adagar, uh, both of which he uh, kills later on. Yep. He kills their ghosts. He kills them mm-hmm. first, and yeah. then in, yeah. One of the times he literally kept the person alive and used them as like a pack mule to like carry his loot. And I think then it was Bertram. Yeah, I think it was. Was I know he used somebody. Then it was like, I'm just going to keep you alive and use you as a pack mule. And I'm like, that's morbid. And then one of mm-hmm. his fire team members, he pushed them into like a ravine or something and then threw a grenade after them so they died. And I'm just like, bro. Bro. Yeah. And then what's really funny is at the end of it, after you kill the final boss, uh, Captain Avarok, who's a, a Lixton guy, uh, you see Wilhelm. In like a pirate throne, he has like a peg leg. It's very funny, but the peg leg is is a nice touch. It's a nice touch. Yeah, it's very pirate esque. But what I always mm-hmm. thought was interesting was that his art. If you look at his armor, his armor is just blues. So again, this is the second time where we've seen a dead guardian, and their armor is all. Blues. Actually, third, because there's a bunch. Like, actually, when you're going through the dungeon, um, you can actually find his old fire team members on the ground. Dead. At least one of them. When you're at the the part where there's the circular door, and then there's the two smaller doors, mm-hmm. and you have to go through one of the small doors, push a button, then go through the big circular door, jump across, push another button, go back through, go back through another door. All of that. That's, you, yeah, I think that's meant to be the ravine where he kills the one guy. Yeah, I think that's the ravine because there's there's a dead there's a dead guardian on the ground, and they're a warlock and they're wearing like I'm talking like greens, like I would say almost like whites, but like really bad, ugly. I don't say ugly, but like you know, like the basic, the really basic armor, which makes me think that like. Guardians normally only wear like blues or green, green armor, mm-hmm. like most of them, and mm-hmm. us, the player or the guardian, we get legend. Like I think if you're like an NPC, obviously you're gonna be wearing legendaries, like Zavala, Ikora, Shahan has an exotic, even, and like those kind of people. Yeah, but I think. of guardians, like, they don't normally run legendary. Like, legendaries are, like, are, like, really rare. Well, they're rarer than rares, so. But, like, (laughs) well, no, I'm just, like, because, like, we saw Catabasis in, uh, the Prasaz mission. And this guy, this guy was a shadow of Callus. And he was wearing blue armor. That, that really bothered me. Because honestly, he should have been. Wearing, <laughs> he should have. If he has, if he has the Callus ship, and he's one of the only, I think, the only guardian who has ever seen Callus's true form, he should be wearing the shadow armor. That's a miss. Well, yeah. That's a misstep on Bungie's part, and I'm annoyed. I mean, I get. I can see <laughs> why though, because you can't get that armor anymore. 
and people might see that armor, and then they would be like, I want that armor, and but you can't get it anymore, and then they'll cry. That's well, the only thing, reason uh, I can see why is they don't want people to look at it and be like, oh, that's cool, how do you get it? Oh, you can't. Well, I mean, I would, I would, I would also offer that there's a little bit... Um, a little bit of in-game sort of uh, reasoning to it, too, I think. Uh, you know, because all the way back in D1, I remember, I think it was, was it Seth Dickinson or was it, it was an, another one of the writers? Like, I, I don't think they're part of the narrative team any longer, but it was someone who had written the descriptions for basically all the blues, mm-hmm. all the rares. Yeah. And in D1, especially in vanilla, a lot of these rares had, like cryptic or like story-like uh names and little blurbs and that was because the 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 writer at the time when he first did that stuff and and of course it got approved because it was awesome but he he assumed that there was going to be a lore tab to go with that oh (laughs) he's gonna flesh out some of that stuff that makes a lot so a lot of the okay yeah because he thought the way they described rare uh the way he read it is he thought rare was going to be like the harder to find thing as opposed to legendary he just thought legendary was better than like crap armor Ah, he got the order wrong. Okay, that that. that so we got it the other way around. But like, based on those descriptions, though, of how it ends up being, uh, in game, like of the items, like back on those old grimoire cards, it, it kind of makes sense that most guardians wouldn't have access to, to this, things like, beyond. This end. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I just feel like a, with Catabasis that with him being a such elite member of Callus's shadow, I guess of. Basically, the shadow of guardians that he should wear the shadow armor or at least like at least throw him in the like the, you know, the menagerie armor, because you can still get that from Zer when when he shows sells it. So then that's just my my biggest gripe with like done not not. With Prasad. That's my only complaint with Prasad. Like, if they just had made the armor the correct armor, then I would love it. But that's just, like, me being extremely, extremely nitpicky. And the only reason I am that nitpicky is because I have that ship. I have the armor. I have that title. Alice should have came to me, not this random schmuck. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, no, you don't understand. I have done, I did Menagerie a hundred and fifty something times trying to get the ship. I finally got the ship when I three-manned it when it was the Ogre Boss. And the Ogre Boss, I think, is like the one of the harder ones to three-man. We three-manned it without anyone dying. And then I got the ship. Mm. And I was like, alright, I'm never touching Menagerie ever again. And then I didn't. But it just, I don't know. <laughs> like, it took me so, like, everyone I knew already had the ship except me. And I was just like, I want the ship. Because, you know, I ran the shadow title. I ran the, the emblem. I ran the full I never got the set. shadow title. I'm sorry. I helped Kelsey before. get the shadow title. That was, so yeah, I, I have I done, team together. I have done Crown of Sorrows flawless, not once, but twice. Because I'm crazy. I remember Kelsey was, I remember doing that and Kelsey, she was so nervous because like she's done raids before, but like not messing up, not dying, you having to play really carefully. That's especially the jumping puzzle. 
oh man, she was just like, she was literally texting like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too much. And I'm just like, just relax. Just relax. <laughs> I've done this before. Relax. We will be fine. And we did it. And then we got it. And she has a title. And it's great. Nice. She mainly runs nice. the flawless title, though, because she's flawless, of course. Yeah, she, every time every time I see her and there's, like, a new season or something, she's, like, already gilded it. Like, new season yeah. was yesterday. Yeah, she's... Just she already has, gilded it. <laughs> yeah, she has a, a team, I think. She at least has one other person who she, like, goes in, and they're pretty good, too. And Eric's Group. also now gilding his flawlesses, so I think... I think they're like they're like a team, a flawless team. I mean, I I got the flawless uh, title. I'm not gilding it. Hell no. The only thing I guild is I guild Dredgen accidentally every season, and <laughs> well, no, it's been like I guilded it once just because I was like, oh, guilded Dredgen, that sounds cool. And then every time since then, I've been, I've I was just like, oh, I'll just guild it once, and then I play Gambit to you know do one of the seasonal challenges or guild it to you know. I have to get the rocket launcher. I need to, you know, basically reset twice anyways. So <laughs> I did that. I and it. then I accidentally, by doing that, I pretty much accidentally gilded it. The only one I guild every season consistently is conqueror. That's like, that's like my thing is the conqueror seal. Grandmaster nightfalls. I think those are fun. I'm a masochist, okay? I'm crazy. <laughs> I've done all of the Halo games on Legendary. I'm insane. I haven't done Infinite yet because I need to go redo it and I need to go get all of the skulls so then I can do it on Lasso because I really hate myself. That's what Eric's doing right now. He's doing it on Lasso. But I told, I showed him... Oh, jeez. I showed him some... There was a, uh, a secret you can do that makes it really easy. And he did it in under five hours. Oh, wow. I think. He, no, it took him five <sighs> hours. It took him five hours to do a lasso run. And I'm like, Eric? Still. You need help. Why are you doing this to yourself? But yeah. I just like... I don't know. It just it feels really rewarding when you beat challenging content. That's why I like... And I'm really hopeful about the, uh, the Witch Queen um, legendary campaign. Because they said it's going to be like Halo legendary. Like Doom... Nightmare mode or whatever the hardest is on the Doom games. I don't play Doom games. Like, they said it, it's gonna be hard. And that's good. I'm excited. And I hope we get something out of it besides, you know, oh, higher stat roll armor. I want a, like, a tangible, like, a ship, a sparrow, a ghost, cough, cough, hive ghost shell, cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want a hive ghost I mean, shell. I'm sorry. They look super well, cool. You'll get it. You'll get it soon. I, I know. Promise. In in early Jan, I almost said June. I almost said June. I really hope I'll have the collector's edition <laughs> by June. June. If I don't have yeah, it by me, then, me too. That I'm gonna be. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be mad. But no. But yeah. <laughs> so back back to back on the armor. I I sorry. do want to say no 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 no. Just before we get too far away from it, you're fine. No, no, it's fine. I do wanna I do wanna mention though with uh on Presage with uh with him not having the shadow armor, I think canonically only the Guardian was the shadow. I guess that is true. I guess canonically the Guardian is the shadow. So I guess it makes sense that he wouldn't have 
the shadow armor, but I guess yeah, it's just, just one of the guardians who just, was willing to work for him. I guess that is, yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot that part. I forgot that we, the player, are the main character. It just, I don't know, it just feels kind of weird that, you know, we go into the tower and we see other guardians that are technically, you know, other people. And they have, you know, super cool legendary armor or raid armor or this, that, and whatever. And then you go see NPCs that are like, like Catabasis, like Wilhelm Seven, like, um... May and Cass of Shahan's fire team, and they're always wearing like the most basic armor. Like, especially with Cass and Maeve, which were Shahan's fire team members. And you look at Shahan's armor. He's wearing, he's wearing the Last Wish raid boots. Like, that guy's been places. He's done things. <laughs> But I always think that's funny that he's wearing Last Wish boots. And one of his voice lines is like, man, one day I'd love to visit the Dreaming City. And then I just stare at him. Stare at his boots. Stare back to Shahan. <laughs> and I'm like, where'd you get the boots then? Where, where, did, someone, did someone give them to you as a dawning gift? Like, that's my... That's my, uh... He was gifted the boots. That's my guess right now, that he was gifted the boots, or maybe because he's wearing the young Ahamkara spines, maybe our boy Shahan participated in the Ahamkara hunt. And, you know, uh, maybe. I don't know. He's a new light. Is he, though? We could... This is, this is something I think I wanted to or am going to add to our list, actually. It's because of his dialogue during the Gallarhorn quest. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I don't think he existed before Destiny 2. I think he was someone who was a, a new light for the Red War. Okay. Or like right after the Red War. I think that's when it starts. Mm, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, you're right. I think if, I have to go back and reread his, his dialogue, but I'm pretty sure he talked about the Red War. So he was alive during the Red War, at least. So he might have gotten rezzed like... During Age of Triumph-esque time, maybe? Maybe? I'm not sure. Maybe. Well, yeah, but he talks about the Red War, though. He talks about, like, seeing the tower burning and everyone dying. So he was there for that. Ooh. Maybe he, um... Because he'd never seen a Gallarhorn before. He'd only read about it, which means he... Was, like, he came around after the Red War? Yeah. So he... If 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 he was that, I feel like his resing takes place if in D2, like at the beginning of D2, you were New Light. Remember like those original New Light missions? It's different than the way it is now? Yes. If you if you remember, or I guess in D2, it was like you were already risen. Yeah, in D2, you like the only thing that was at different the was the, well, the dialogue at the different, the story was pretty much the same. You were just yeah. on then, patrol, and then tower gets. They only added in the new new light stuff with Shahan and everything relatively recently. Well, yeah, but I want to say there was sometime after that and before the current new light stuff. I want to say there was a different new light mission because that's what my uh, that's what my warlock is. Yeah. Because I got the emblem and stuff for that, for making him. Because that was before you could... Uh, with the current stuff, you can just start the campaign. 
and I think they finally fixed the thing where you lose uh, where you lose your veteran dialogue if you complete it. Oh, that's nice. If you were a veteran, yeah. Personally, <clears throat> I've said this a billion times, and I'll say it again: the veteran dialogue needs to just be a toggle. Yeah. Because like, if your account had access to it, you should have it, or your character had it, you should have it. Well, yeah, because like for me personally, personally for me, um, uh, like there are people who played Destiny One on like Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, and then when mm -hmm. Destiny Two came out, they swapped to PC, so they lost their emblems, they lost their veteran status. Yep. That's not really fair to them though, and there are some like one of my friends, he his account got bugged or something where he. He is a veteran, but he doesn't get the veteran dialogue, and he's stayed on Xbox the whole time. Is it because he did the New Light stuff? Mm, I don't know if he... I think maybe. But it's like on all of his characters. Which Ew. is weird. He doesn't know. Yeah, the New Light bug, as far as I knew, was just well, on the character, the character you did it on. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I... uh. I agree with that I um so yeah I think um I think just uh, sort of reining us back in here one of the most interesting things about that dialogue too about how Wilhelm uh, goes after his uh, people the one that he turns into a mule once he kills his ghost Wilhelm comments yeah so he's a lot weaker without his connection to the light yeah, that part was really interesting where he talked about that. Yeah. So this raises a whole bunch of other questions, but it, it, it kind of, t guess I, I'm sure you can guess who this takes me back to, Lucy. Yes. Shin Malver. Of course. Our boy. And now this makes me, well, because remember how everyone was theorizing what was going on when he's talking with Anor? Mm -hmm. During uh, that season, when you when you choose between, I, I think the air quotes Vanguard Anor and uh, the Drifter, which don't be a snitch, don't, don't no no don't be a snitch. Not, I only not was to, a snitch to get the lore on the other characters. <laughs> That's the only reason I was a snitch. Uh, fair had enough. I, had I done fair a, enough. like my warlock was the snitch, but had I uh, had I actually like thought about it, my warlock would have been like. I'm not even here, bro. I'm in the Dreaming City. I don't care about your stuff. <laughs> Whatever. Leave me alone. And my Titan would have been with like... You guys. Titan would be like, uh, you're doing illegal stuff. I'm going to side with the Vanguard because they're, they're the good guys. <laughs> and really, it's a no <laughs> and my Titans is like, wait, you're not Commander Zavala. I'm so confused. You're titans. not a good guys. My Titan is a new light, so she's she's very confused, okay? She's got spirit. Very. She's trying. She's trying her best. <laughs> very okay? exuberant. She is. Bushy-tailed. She's very what? much like, I've got this. I'm just gonna, I will protect everyone by punching all of the bad guys. That's her. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, she's protective in like the sense of if I punch, if I kill everyone, then everyone's protect. If I kill the bad guys fast enough, yeah. then nobody so else me... has to die. Big brain. Well, but it makes me wonder. So what, what really makes me wonder is in that interaction, Shin is tossing the golden gun like mm -hmm. back and forth. It seems like it's just not going to go out. And it really makes me wonder, especially with what we learned later about uh, a lot of these things being setups or uh, presentations, acts, if you will. 
uh, that that he puts on with the other dredgens who are in on it, which isn't to say everyone is. But if he's like throwing it, what if it's a prop? What if that wasn't even a real golden gun? Wait, you're saying like he just is like, yo, all right, a Norse come quick, someone give me the prop gun, give me the prop gun, all right, uh, no, he like fire? he already had it out, he, he already, already had, had it out, he already, oh my and God. this is what I'm saying, like he and he was gonna and he was gonna like go through an act similar to what he does in front of us, yeah, in in the quest, and he was about to like kill these like dredgens who were presumably in on it, if if this is the case. And then Anor shows up and kills them first and captures their ghost. And he's like, ah, oh, well, uh, he's just kind of like scratching his head with it, like tossing it back and forth, trying to mull over like what to do. He's like, oh, shit, I, I didn't I didn't actually think you'd, you'd kill him. Uh, I mean, this is kind of what we wanted. I mean, this is kind of like all for like, all an ad, <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm not going to say that, of course. But like, like I, I mean, I can kind of threaten you with this, but I don't know if I, well, shit. <laughs> it's not Wait, wait, wait. I think she's buying it. I think she's buying it. All right, roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> all right, she's buying this, this, the improv. All right, all right. Let's, uh... All right, she's not, she's not noticing the golden gun being, like, out for way too long. <laughs> she's like, oh, but it's the man with the away. golden gun. Of course his golden gun's gonna last forever, right? No, it's just, it's just, I, uh, yeah, no, I've yeah, got, no, it's, it's, sense. it's that these boots. Sense. These are golden gun boots. Wow, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that's 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 my new theory. Is what if what if that was a prop? And she just like ruined their uh, their street play. They were doing a street play. And he's like, oh yes, I am Shin Malford, <laughs> yeah. man with the golden gun. Bang gun noise. It? Bang yeah. gun noise. Bang gun noise. Now you guys fall over and act dead. Oh God, yeah. we've been yeah. shot. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they throw out uh, they throw out fabric, red fabric instead of blood. Yes, red fabric. Oh, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then Anor shows up, just like, like, did we act too well? <laughs> I think, I think, I think we acted too well, guys. Uh, I think, I think she's buying it. This is, this is not good. Shin's just sitting there. So you heard it here first, guys. All of the dredgens are just uh, theater kids. Oh God, that means I'm definitely a dredgen because I used to do theater when I was in high school and stuff. They're all, yeah, they're all, they're all just theater kids. Um, they're all a bunch of, you know, nerds. they were already wearing black. That was just, you know. <laughs> A coincidence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, especially if you think about it, Wu Meng, Drifter, like, how many characters has he been? A lot. Like five that we know of. Ugh. But yeah. Um, back to, uh, to shifting all the way back to, uh, to the theory, Grasp of Avarice. Um, as they're going through, it's really interesting to me that, you know, he eventually kills his partner, like, working him to death uh, after he, like, kills his ghost to make him shut up. Just like, it's damn. Like, I know. It was it's like, crazy. that's fucked up. And he uses him as a pack mule, like you said, he dies. Uh, one thing that really strikes me as you're, as you're listening to all these messages in a bottle is that sort of, kind of like you... Uh, touched upon earlier that descent into madness and it's similar although the onset's a lot stronger it's very similar to uh, when guardians get corrupted by the darkness I mean if, if we go back to even as recently as last week I mean if you think about it Lisbon is the one who got corrupted not Rakana and Yardum 
Yeah. Like, he's the one who started to become unreasonable. He's the one who started to become uh, irrational. Or irrational. I don't know. I mean, those other two, they were... They were like, yo, let's use the darkness. Darkness good. And he's just like... But they were drinking the... They were drinking the... They were drinking the stasis Kool-Aid. They drank the No stasis doubt about Kool-Aid. that. Yeah. But then he started freaking out about it. Yeah. He, like, he... Yeah, I mean, Han shot first. Lisbon shot first. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's kind of it's kind of one of one of those interesting things, and then ultimately he embraces the darkness in some ways, like harder than they did, because we don't even know where he is anymore. Yeah. Definitely. So, you know, something, and yeah, that'd be interesting to run into him again. I think that would be really interesting because he accepted the darkness. In the end, in the end, like we said last episode, he, in the end, he accepted the darkness. He was like, darkness is okay. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really sucks for him too, because it kind of hit him at that, that low point. Yeah, like he was. He's like the most broken, and then it's like, I'm the only thing left that can be here for you, aren't I? Oh no, yeah, it's really manipulative and terrible, and I hate it. I just want to give him a hug. Just let me give him a hug, man. Yeah, like he was, he was, he was really broken, and then he kind of got, you know, at his weakest mental state. I think if we do ever see him again or hear about what happened to him, he'll be almost fanatical yeah. about uh, about the darkness because it, it'll almost I be like wonder, rebuilt. It's like, yeah. I wonder if we'll see him and Shariya, or not uh, Shayura. Oh, Shayura, that would be that would be that would be an interesting standoff, I think, because we got this hunter who lost everything. Because of stasis and, and and ultimately accepted stasis because, you know, it was all he had left versus someone who thought, thinks of stasis as like the absolute evil. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so you have, you have that type of corruption, which I think is a great example, especially of like modern things guardians have to worry about when it comes to uh, darkness. Then you have what happened to like Reza Lazir, which is a little more like hive themed. I feel like I yes, feel like he's a little the bit hive corruption. My favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's he's kind of driven to to bloodlust to 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 like a almost like a becoming a sociopath, he like not crazy. being able to. Uh... He goes crazy. Well, yeah, but he's like no longer able to empathize either. Yeah, it's almost like he has like he. What I think is interesting is we know Reza Lazir was basically a titan before titans were a thing. And he, what I think is really interesting in the, like, because we don't really know what class Dredgen Yor was. We have, you know, we have the, you know, uh, um, we have, like, you know, the Rose, um, artifact for hunters we have you know a hunter cloak that is also dredging your themed. so a lot of people were like oh dredging yours a hunter and then later on there's other stuff that's like no dredging yours a tight and now there's the um i'm blanking on the name what's the poison gauntlets for warlocks necrotic uh, i don't remember necrotic, necrotic grips yeah necrotic grip Grass. that's also like using 
the thorn stuff. Thorn corruption to make gauntlets, if I remember the lore of that armor piece correctly, I might be. Uh... Hmm. So, one, one thing that's really interesting there is... Uh, you know, uh, just as a quick note, um, and a, a lot of people actually, uh, if you remember when the, I think it was like the Dwindler's Ridge or maybe some of the original Thorn lore, but the, uh, the Grimoire card, it was a hunter versus a warlock. And everyone assumed by the end of the story that the hunter had to be Shin. Yeah. So like nobody, we don't really know what class, uh. Yeah, okay, yeah, the Warlock, the, um, Narcotic Grip gauntlets were dredging yours gauntlets. From, I just reread the lore. Um. Interesting. I think, because it says, um, blah, 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 I got my first look at Artifact H349. It's heavier than expected. More than a few people questioned if we should even study something with such a dire legacy. But if we can't understand our enemy's tools... Then we leaves ourselves vulnerable to them. Ooh. So interesting. That's 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 another conversation entirely because I do I definitely want, kinda want to uh Maybe we could do another explore episode, someday. episode. We could do a rabbit well, hole episode like that. Yeah, like is it possible in universe to change classes? Mm, I think so. Even though it's not possible for the Guardian. I think I think it is. I think classes like the only reason classes are so cut cold cut now is because you know they have the vanguard they it's think of the um i don't know i i know there's definitely ways for people to like i wouldn't say steal things from other classes but uh well they can share information i think it's uh didn't hunters teach warlocks how to blink yeah Hunters teach warlocks how to blink. Uh, Fellwinter shoulder charged um, a warlord. And he's a I warlock. Like so I think there's some like, think of it like a triple Venn diagram almost where they can like share things between each other. But like, you know, warlocks can do this. Hunters can do this. Titans can do like they each have their own little thing. That they can do. And I think Oh, that would be so cool if maybe some of the things you could do later is uh, maybe based on who's in your fire team or something like that. I, I, I don't know how the mechanics would work out, but if you could have little overlap into like, you know, like low level other class abilities. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. like, it, like um, I think that'd be cool. Warlock with a throwing knife. Oh God, that sounds horrifying. But... Um, yeah, because I think it'd be cool to do, like, little combo things. Like, oh, if you have a warlock and a... And if you have a solar warlock and a void hunter, you can do something. Or if you have, you mm-hmm. know, the opposite that's a little bit different. That'd be cool. But even with all of all of those guys who... The, the ones that are a little more darkness-themed, or at least a little more... In that sort of stream of like darkness to to hivey, hivey wiveyness is a new term I'm going to coin here. Hivey wivey, it's like timey wimey, but hivey wivey. Um, and what's happening to Wilhelm and Grasp is a little different. It 
he want what he wants is more like it it like it's grasp of Asbury is, is a great name and and sort of it the way the influence of these sort of uh would you call them like orange almost like they're not quite yellow in grams they're like, they're like yeah, orange they're and then as they're red. about to explode they get like red yeah they start out like this like almost like they're like almost they're like imitations almost yeah they're like well, From far away, when you first see them, you're like, "Oh shoot, exotics!" And then as you get closer, you're like, "Wait, that doesn't it doesn't look mm-hmm. right. It's not a real." Yeah. Well, one thing, one thing that it struck me, and if anyone else out there, you know, listening is a is a comics fan, DC Comics in particular, when you go into like the Green Lantern, uh, sort of like lore. The lanterns end up being like a myriad of so like there's there's one for every emotion. So like Green Lantern is like they're like courage and like willpower, and then there's Red Lanterns which are uh, anger. Um, there's what is it the there's there's another one for love like it, it's the yeah, whole I, I, whole, I, whole spectrum of things. There's a yeah. rainbow. Then there's one for avarice, but there's only one. Because he killed all the other ones and took their rings. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, his name is Larflees, and um, so like uh, anyone, anyone, if if you're if you're into comics, like any of the little trade paperbacks with like about Larflees or about uh, random like air quotes orange lanterns. So you do see other orange lanterns, even though he's killed all of them before the character was ever introduced. But they're like hard light projections that he makes that encapsulate that person's entire personality. And he like uses it, like sends, he like puts their ring on it and sends them off to like do stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So every, every other, uh, lantern when they, uh, when they're charging their ring or like have to like do like some special thing, they have this like thing that they say, and that's Mm -hmm. what like starts it to charge. Larflees just says mine, mine. Interesting. Yeah. So all that was to say the descent that uh that Wilhelm takes kind of reminds me of like cuz you know in in some of the some of the I guess at this point trade paperback some of the, some of the lines you got with Larflees kind of explain or allude to who he was before before the ring found him. And it's like this descent into just like pure greed and like hoarding. And it's just like, you don't trust anyone. All you care about now is stuff. But it's, whereas like, I feel like the, the Trejan Yor, the uh, Lisbon, there's this, there's this element of, I guess like motivation. Yeah. No, he definitely like, see, he's like, I want the better loot. I want the better loot. Oh, there's more loot. Oh, yeah. if I keep going, I can get even better loot and better loot and better loot. And it's just like this cycle. Mm-hmm. And more loot. Cause they started off, didn't they, uh, didn't they like torture or like get information? Cause I guess the thing hadn't really affected them yet. They got some information about like where this like loot cave was. From like a fallen or something? Yeah, they were falling. They were following a fallen vandal at the beginning. Yeah, which I can only assume was part of Avrox's crew. Yes. Yeah. So, I guess like to 
to finally get there. Like for me, I think it's something different that's corrupting him. I don't, I, I don't know if that's an article of the darkness. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I think it's either the prospect of loot corrupted him, which is very possible, you know, where paracausal beings who don't really need to eat sleep. I mean, we do eat and sleep and that kind of stuff, but only because, like, it makes us feel like more people, like regular people. Otherwise... Well, and we, we do go hungry if we don't. So exactly. I like imagine we go, we're also dehydrated. Yeah. So, like, we're basically... I always hate that people are like, oh, guardians are just space zombies. No, we're literally people that were just resurrected again. Well, I, I mean, mean, even if we, I want to put this out there too. Space zombies eat too. I mean, yeah, but like. Zombies eat too. Like they we're don't not just. not like mindless puppets. We, or are we? Do, 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 <laughs> do. Who knows? That's funny. We're all just puppets of the traveler. We Maybe. thought there was free will, but that was the first lie. Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe that's the truth, Savathun <laughs> will tell us, is that we are puppets for the trap. Ooh. Don't know. Oofed. Oofed. Big oofed. That would be rough. But yeah. But um, basically, what was I going to say? Because like, when, you, when you're playing with like your friends and everything... And your friend gets, like, the god roll weapon you have been trying and trying and trying and trying to get. And they just get it first try. This has happened to me many times, mm-hmm. as you can tell. <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> um, it's just like, bruh, just give it to me, man. And they're like, no, I won't. Like, come on. just I've, I've been trying to get that forever. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just, just, just give it to me. Come on. Not today. And then you so know, I got like I can definitely see how in universe I can see how the prospect of greed and getting better drops can corrupt a person. I can definitely see that. But if it's not just, you know, greed or whatever, if there's some like malicious darkness going on, like even the hive are affected by the greed when you're mm-hmm. doing the ogre encounter. Cause it's like you open up the door when you open up the doors. The uh, it says like, oh, the hive are tempted by greed or something. So, yep. So, I submit for reasons out of game, but I submit the forces behind this because I think those engrams are paracausal. I think when you find, uh, well, I mean either. I think when you find Wilhelm and the crystal is growing out of him and kind of based on his progression of constantly going after more loot faster and faster. Yes. I submit the nine are behind it. Oh, you think the nine are behind all of this? Why do you think that? Yeah. So hear me out. All right. As uh, Lucy, of course you remember, but as, as uh, you guys listening might remember when we were talking about the dares of eternity, we touched upon how, you know, the nine are bungee. As, as a theory goes. Not saying that's for sure. So, you know, one, this being paired with that, with that same release with the 30th anniversary stuff, like, 
one, out of game reason, I think that lends to it. But two, who else in game has paracausal abilities? Who else just fucks with random people? The nine. Yeah. Who could, like, because the, the only reason I could see someone laid this trap would be for either, like, one, their own entertainment. Um... (laughs) <laughs> or like two they're just completely detached from what they're doing it's an experiment they want to see what happens they they need to know for science yeah it's, it's it definitely feels really especially with the end with the crystals growing out of him is the crystals mm-hmm. a byproduct of the greed is that why there's so many crystals everywhere is because like this place has just been you know guardians come or not guard treasure seekers come here they get corrupted and then the crystals keep growing and then eventually the crystals encompass their entire well yeah it kind of makes sense really uh if if the crystals are the trap true but succumb to greed greed overloads you i think what we were doing in all of the mechanics, actually, was getting rid of those engrams before crystals could start to form inside of us. Hmm. Yeah, no, that definitely can make sense. Maybe that explains the uh, killing you mechanic, and it explains how they could grow to like such size size from the inside of Wilhelm. Yeah, definitely. When you find them at the end. So yeah, final final thought here. One. Uh, you know, just just recapping real quick. One, like I, I, I think uh, it being a connected release to uh, with with lore to go along with it to uh, the other 30th anniversary thing, and that sort of heavily sort of playing into uh, you know the nine or Bungie. So that's that's a pretty good one. Uh, to the uh, the sort of like who else could it be to where it would make the most sense. Yeah. Now, unless there's a new character or a new like faction we don't know about. Like okay, but like as far as like. Someone that could be just doing like random shit like that, the nine. Mm. Really, really like the best candidate for for like actually being able to correct paracausal beings. And then final one. It all seems to be what's the word here? It all seems to have a sort of presented moral to the story. Yeah. Which every other piece of nine content have done. You have prophecy. It teaches you how to balance light and dark. You have uh, trials of the nine, which honestly, if you, if you think about it, the, the overall point is that you have to be prepared to fight other guardians uh, in, in, you know, high stakes games. Which I guess you had already had, but like that that was kind of like part of their part of their stuff. There might be a like a divide coming. Which, ooh, if you think about it, what if those other guardians were hive? Oh. And that's you know, they like everything they've done has been preparing us for uh, this sort of a end game of the game between light and dark. Yeah. So there's a moral of this story too. It's it has to do with greed. It has to go with going after loot and farming things, but it also has to do with trophies. And it's teaching people the hard way. 
not to uh, not to fall for uh, the glittery things. There's bigger stuff, especially with it coming like right next to the dawning. I think there's a little bit of that in the air too. It's better to give than to receive. All that. I don't know. That's that's sort of my that's that's all I got. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about uh, with this one, Lizzie? No, I think I think we covered everything. All right. Well, with that, I say we head into scoring. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Would uh, would you like to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. Nice. I give this uh, fifty-five um and grams. The fake engrams, not the real ones. The fake exotic engrams we get in the dungeon. The exploding engrams? The exploding ones, yes. The greedy engrams. I can dig it. Is that now for or against? No, that's four. I think I think nice. there's definitely something going on in the dungeon. Especially with I mean we with how fast I wouldn't say how fast, but it does take a long time for Wilhelm to get corrupted because, you know, it starts with day two and by the end of it, he's like, I don't, I don't know what day it is anymore. I think the last started counting at like 80 or something. So he'd been in that hmm. dungeon a really, really long time or something. Like, he went... So he might be a D1 guardian. Maybe. Maybe. This is why he wasn't doing anything during the Red War or anything. It's, uh... Mm-hmm. We hadn't heard of him until then, is because he was in a treasure cave <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think about this. This might give extra implication to Rahul, since the Bones used to say uh, a million deaths were not enough to satisfy him. Yes. In that same cave. And the Bones are still there. Yeah, they are. Well, not anymore, I guess, canonically, if you open up the floor. I can dig it. I can dig it. So 55, 55 uh, fake engrams for Groovy. Groovy, Groovy. I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it nine nines. Nine the nines. Nine the nines. Four. I, that might, that might be the most nines we've ever had used. <laughs> Reiterating joke. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, unless it's just one of those random things where, uh, yeah, like every now and again in Destiny, there, there's just some like random other force. Like I feel like the Cabal are kind of that way. Because yeah. until recently, they were just kind of doing stuff. It's like, yeah, you have the darkness encroaching, these fallen, we're chasing the traveler. And also the Cabal. <laughs> like, D1 is just like, yeah, I don't know why they're here trying to kick our ass, but they, they seem intent. Intent on it. Um, you know, the, every now and again, there's there, there might be some randomly introduced uh, new thing. But I think, yeah, I think, it, I think it's the best. You know, as much as I like to make fun of Occam's Razor, I feel like this is just the simplest answer. Makes sense. Huh. Groovy. Groovy. All right. I guess with that, um, you want to move into shout outs? 
Uh, sure. Give me, uh... You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to... I'm going to give a shout out to, uh... Actually, uh... You know, I don't, I don't shout out to uh, city services here a lot on the, uh, on the show, but I'm going to shout out to, uh, to DC's public health department. Um, they set up a lot of, uh, you know, uh, distribution centers for, uh, testing, um, and libraries and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we, we had a positive test here in, uh, in our household. And so we're now, we're now in lockdown, but you know, everyone's fine. Don't worry about it. We we're all vaccinated. Like it's cool. And now we're doing our part, staying inside. Yeah. Till uh, till we're safe to go out again. But uh, just how easy it was to go get the tests, like just a couple blocks away, at the library. It was awesome. That's good. And uh, send it in and get results faster than their predicted uh, amount of times. Like that's that's awesome. That's we need more of that <laughs> right yeah. now. It's just making it easy and accessible for people to uh, to be safe. So, shout out to them. Yeah. Hmm. Alrighty. Now it's my turn for a shout out, I guess. I mean, it, oh it's okay. you can pass. You can pass. If no, you that's fine. I always pass, to. though, because I'm always just like, uh. And then my brain explodes. My brain goes. <laughs> um, I guess all the. Uh, Shout out to uh, my my partner Kelsey for being awesome, and uh, I was able to spend the holidays with her for the first time, and that was really nice. Nice, groovy, groovy. Well, it's a uh, it's it's always nice when the first the first time you visit. With, I said this. I think I said this to you privately, but. Uh, I think everyone will agree. The first time you're like doing the holiday with, with the, uh, I guess like the, the proverbial in-laws. Yeah. yeah. Always nice when it goes well. Always nice when it goes well. So with that, everyone, happy new year. Uh, this will be the first, this is the first show for, uh, 2022. It is. Yes. Happy new year. Yeah. Guys. So happy new year, everyone. Um, let's hope this one's better than the last one. And, See you next week. Bye-bye. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, SpinFoilTheory.com. The Lord Network.